Welcome to Through the Wire, episode 10. I got Through the usual cast, Pierre, Yo. Mike, Derek. Now we go open up the show with the announcement that we teased last time we were ready here. for it, though. And who want to break it, though? Who want to break it? I'm going to let you break it. I'm breaking it? Yeah. yeah you deserve right. it. You deserve Big it. announcement. We, the Through the Wire podcast, have signed... A multi-million dollar deal. <laughs> Dang, that beat was on point. Bro. I, w- I wish it was that. I wish it was that. But we did sign to um, Almighty Baller um, Radio Network, which ultimately means that the shows will get better for you guys. Absolutely. Um, we have a little more resources. And that's pretty much it. I know we teased it to be something huge. Well, it is, hu- it it is, is huge. huge. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if we can really turn it into words how big it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only going to translate... Some be- like better quality episodes, better quality equipment, which is definitely a big part of like what we trying to do right now. At least. Speaking of that, I got an idea that I didn't even say to y'all. Uh-huh, we listening. So because we got the type of supporters that we do, we need to go out and take a chance and take a risk. Okay. We need to try to get somebody on this show. And I think because of the type of person he is. He may we could do it if we could really if our supporters get behind us and really use the power that they have that I don't think they know they have, we could do it because of them. Zach Levine, we coming to the UC, we interviewing you, fam. How did you know I was gonna say Zach Levine? Because I think we talked about this on show yeah. before. We just like Zach Levine's gonna be our first interview. Yeah. Exactly. But didn't did like, was that before like we even started doing all yeah, the Yeah, I think that I think that was before our first one. I remember I tweeted him. I was like, Zach Levine, oh, can yeah, you I come remember. to our podcast? Like he injured right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what you doing right now, Zach? You suit it up. We can come to you. You can come to us. We can make this happen. Exactly. And if I, I feel like if our supporters, you know, add him, really get him, you know what I'm saying? He'll, he'll recognize it. He'll see. He on Twitter. He, you know, he on Twitter. Every day I see him tweeting on Instagram. So if we can really get a Zach Levine to through the wire hashtag or I don't Zach Levine to TTW or something, something to get his attention. But I feel like if more than enough supporters get at him and he starts seeing what it is, um, we at, we got a network behind us now. Um, oh God, yeah, and that'll be a that'll be real good for us. Hey, that'll be a good podcast. That'll be good YouTube videos. Good YouTube videos. Oh good God. podcast. Definitely. I'm an actual fan, so I will have actual questions and not. Um, how does it feel to be a bull? Like, yeah, that's some corny stuff, bro. Exactly. I, if we were to interview somebody, I'm I'm pulling questions like I'm going deep into their head. You know, Nardwar. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, be sports yeah. Nardwar. Yeah, exactly. Because. These players do like fifteen interviews with all these crazy. other people, yeah, and they ask bro. the same question. So how did so Zach Levine? How does it feel to be a bull? Do you like Chicago so far? <laughs> you think you don't say no to that question? Exactly. Come on now, but yeah, we'll we'll have some real life, some real good questions. And I know exactly. y'all gonna have questions. We can do X to Wire. Imagine doing X to Wire for Zach Levine. Oh God, you can you can sit in our apartment with us, or we can come to you. I'll bring all this equipment. We'll pack it up and make it happen. We'll, we'll, I'll we'll upgrade the mics for you. And Zach Levine is literally. Literally one of my favorite players. Literally. So, so so listen up, Zachary. That's our proposition. We got some we got an interview for you. We can't pay you, but just know you be helping us out. And I know the fans would like to hear you talking. And to the supporters, and come on, I know y'all that's that was the whole point of us um joining the network to give y'all better quality and and, and present better episodes and just get better as we grow. And this will be a good start. I know some of y'all want to see. It's something we will definitely want to do. Mm-hmm. And it would only make us better. Yeah, it, it can only lead to more opportunities. Exactly. It is it can be a new trend, a new thing. You never know. That we might interview Zach Levine and then, then next we get 
and it just started off definitely uh, got some good good questions of, with him about shoes and stuff because he is a sneakerhead too if yep. y'all didn't know yeah so all right let's get into the show So week one of the NBA season has officially wrapped up. It was a fun week. We had some game winners. We had some bad things happen to the league, too. A bunch of injuries. But nonetheless, it was a great week. Something we're going to do here routinely uh, is give awards of the week. So basically, think about your season-ending awards, but we're going to do it based off one week only. So right now, we're going to be talking about our week one most valuable player. Now, hopefully, we can agree on one name. It's the only name I got down. I don't even have him down. You don't have him down. Okay, we're obviously talking about Giannis. Giannis. Yep, I don't have him down. You don't have him down as MVP. Mm-mm. Why? Because I got three people that I think are more deserving. M- really? More deserving than what Giannis has done? Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's, I, okay, I just got to hear it. Because we got all three of us have Giannis. Yeah, except I have for Pete. Giannis. Well, okay. okay, and one of the reasons I don't have him down is because I knew all three of y'all would have him. But I also think that it's three other players who are deserving that, right. that takes nothing away from him okay let me let me hear your three other players because i already know So first you. of all uh-huh. number one is blake griffin because okay. his team is undefeated yeah he was my uh, number two two nights ago he had the game winning three mm-hmm. against the portland trailblazers with two seconds left mm-hmm. those are mvp that's the mvp of performance um and also they're winning a lot of games like these are believe it or not these are the games that matter at the end of the year so like that game winning three against the west teams too will matter like those two or three games that teams lose at the early part of the season, those are the games that they oh. look back on and say, if we won those three games, we would be a third seed and not a fifth seed, or we would have home court advantage. They're the last undefeated team left in the league. Well, you, you were shaking your head, Derek, at, at what he was the, saying. The game so went against the, the Trailblazers. Yeah, man, that shot blew me. Oh, I know. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, it's it's he's talking about, no, this is a fake portrait of Portland Trailblazers fan. True. So True, because once upon a time we asked you, what school did Dame go to? And he, he said know. Duke. No, he didn't. <laughs> he just, he just he didn't know. know. I, don't, I think he just didn't know. But okay. I thought you were disagreeing with him, but you were just yeah, saying yeah. like 26 your, your points, nine rebounds, and four assists. That's great numbers. Only undefeated team, like you mentioned. Who's the other two? Can I get to it? <laughs> James Harden. Okay. No Five point. and one without Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. They're playing unbelievable. They're f- their only loss is to a team that has my coach of the year, uh, Dave Fisdale, so far. Um, he's averaging 26, four rebounds, nine assists, keeping up the same place he had from last year. And Eric Gordon needs to pay James Harden some of that money. He has been a different player since he has played on alongside James Harden. No question about it. Last but not least, Nikola Vucevic. The Magic are number come one in the on, East. Come on. We're doing week one awards. I, okay. They're number one in the East. Okay. But 35 points per game, 10 rebounds, and six assists. Where are they in the East? They're, they're six. in the playoffs. Six. Okay. All right. I, I hear you out. I hear Nikola you out. Vucevic is averaging 23 points, 10 rebounds, two assists, and two blocks. Mm-hmm. 60% from the field, mm-hmm. 37 from three, and they have the number one seat. The Bucks' two losses were against the Celtics and the Cavs. That, the, I think you can that, count that What out. does that mean, though? That's more respectable than... The Magic just beat the Spurs by damn near 30 points. And the Magic beat the Cavs, right? The same, yeah. The same team that... Uh, they, the they, not, only did, not only did they beat them, 
they destroyed them. Yeah, they beat them by twenty. Okay, so what's your what's your so point? So right now you're saying you're right. your you're MVP. Right. Giannis is fourth in your MVP week one MVPs. Giannis is number four. Yes, week one MVP. Yeah, no, no, I understand. Okay. That. Week one MVPs. Yeah, is four. I'm just showing love to to guys like. Nikola Vucevic, I'm going to be showing them love weekly because at the end of the year, they're not going to be able to compare with Greek Freak. And they shouldn't even week one because of you hear his numbers. Yeah. What is his team record? His team is they're they're doing fine. They're three and two. Is that better than four and one at the top of the East? But the thing is, those three wins they have are solely based off his play. And a lot of the wins that the Magic have are, are not so, so no, come no. on. Everybody's Evan, playing, Evan Fournier playing has been very He has, but he hasn't put up a 40, Aaron 15 Gordon game. Aaron Gordon put up a 40-point game to he, give them that win. He did. But I, consistently, I can't, I can't get behind the Vucevic over Giannis, bro. I can't. I, I can can't. see the other two, though. I can't. No, I understand. Yeah. I understand that, I but I, I would not put him over. Giannis is number one yeah. MVP right now. Without a doubt, and that's fine. I mean, I, mean, I solely put him in there and didn't yeah, have put, some differentiation. Yeah, because yeah. I I know all of y'all was going to no, come I, with, okay, the, I'm with fine the Greek with that, freak. But. And again, this is week one. Giannis is going to continually do this probably throughout the year, mm-hmm. not to that extreme level, but he'll have these kind of numbers. Vucevic will probably have these type of numbers too, but I don't know if his team is going to be number one in the East for the rest of the year. Nah, I don't. But I'm just, like, just, yeah. just shedding some light on some guys, man, who just playing good right now. 60% I, I, from the field, man. 37 from three for a big man. Two he's blocks. a great year so far. Yeah, so, week one was great for him. Uh, let me hear y'all. I, I also like, had Blake number two. I had Blake number two also. I had Giannis one, Blake two. I had James Harden number two. So, the, yeah, not much different... Uh, Differentiality Yes It's between us Except for Pierre Not having Giannis Top three Shout out to Blake Griffin too man Pre- I'm, I'm standing on that Preseason pick Him and John Wall I need my credit John From the yeah, NBA John world uh, Are we a, gonna get to him Did he know? play good Against the Warriors Yeah <laughs> Well, I don't know. He, like you're right. You're right. You're right. No, numbers wise, he, he played good. Tired. But when you look into the game, you're right. He looks super tired. Another he thing, have shot that last shot. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that pull up three in transition. <laughs> no, like he, he took a step back, didn't he? The it game like, winner. It was Otto a corner shot. gave him the ball in the corner, but he yeah. was drained. I'm he talking about before that. To be honest, I really thought Otto Porter would take that shot, or at least Kelly Uber, because they they were hitting from yeah, they, uh, they from were deep. They were if y'all the ball should have went to. If y'all saw, they didn't have a play. They John did. Wall ran out, yep. yeah, and everybody just ran because yep. they had no time. I was left, and I believe it might have been the first or second time because uh, the ball got deflected yeah, during the that. Second, the, second but time. they at one point they needed a three because it wasn't that much time left, and everybody was standing inside the perimeter, I'm and like the announcer was like, everybody, everybody, needs to, everybody needs yeah, to get out. Behind the they three. can't, you know, afford to take that time to get out. Otto Porter shot seven for nine for three last night. But yeah, he did that's not why get that I was shot. surprised when he did not get that shot. Jody, John Wall is not even a pro. A pro uh, can prolific. we can we talk about two know. names that I mentioned on uh, our very first podcast for the Wizards? Mm-hmm. Mike Scott, Jody Meeks. Mm-hmm. Jody Meeks had a plus minus a minus twenty last night. <laughs> Why? He, he, he was on the doing? court. They sucked. That's, that's all that really means. What was he doing? Turning the ball over? No, he he didn't have any turnovers. I, the team was just bad when he was on the court. But yet. He, um, he was on the court for 30 minutes. How many which, points did he have? Well, it might have been uh, so points. long because Bradley Beal was also out. True. Oh, good point. Bradley Beal did get into a scuffle mm-hmm. with Draymond Green, which I think we'll talk about a little bit later. Next, Rookie of the Year. Hey, before we year. go into that, before we go into that, I have a real quick question. Listen. So, with this Warriors team, do you think they're worse than they were last year? No. Or is it just teams no. are getting that much better? Well, I'm pretty sure teams are prepared for them now. They're like, Not even as prepared as they could be for four yeah. superstars. Um, yeah. I just think the Warriors are seeing that they don't. It's not important. The regular season is not that important. 
which to me is the scary. I wish they were still trying to win 77 games or something. Because now that they realize they can rest and it's not that serious, <laughs> last thing they need to is rest. So I don't think they're going to be like, think about the great team like Kobe and Shaq in the Lakers days. They were not playing and try to win 70 games. Like mm-hmm. Phil Jackson said in his book, we're just coasting. So when we get to the playoffs, we're just going to turn up. And I think the Warriors are going to be on that wave this year. Hey, they got a reservation to the conference finals. So, Quinn Cook, boy, you about to get some tick. <laughs> Rookie of the year? Ben Simmons? Ben Simmons and Lonzo as well. I had Ben Simmons and Markkinen. Hey, shout out to my guy because I also I, he had just Larry, up the points. Two. That's yeah. really it. Like that's just the wow. Point. We both got we all got like the same thing. Who we all got, got Markin and Ben. I got Ben and Lonzo. He has Ben and Lonzo. That's because I mean this rookie class has been amazing. They have been living up to the hype so far. But I think Ben Simmons, without a doubt, is running away with rookie of the year based off week one. Both of my picks, their player comparisons. So I compared them to. It's crazy. Listen to this. Ben Simmons is averaging sixteen. 10 rebounds and 7 assists, Mm -hmm. who I think he plays like. A lot of people call him mini LeBron, but to me, he's more of a Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson, rookie year, he averaged 18, 7 rebounds and 7 assists. Almost identical. Mm -hmm. Lonzo Ball, I compare him to Jason Kidd. 11 points, 9 rebounds, 9 assists, 3 turnovers. Jason Kidd, 11 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 turnovers. Lonzo Ball shooting 31% from 3. Jason Kidd shot 38% from 3. I mean, uh, Lonzo Ball shooting 22%. Jason Kidd shot 27%. Mm-hmm. Lonzo Ball shooting 31% from the field. And Jason Kidd was shooting 38% from the field. So it's just weird to me how those two players are playing exactly like their comparison. That's why they called him Acer until, you know, later in his career. Yeah, he, he, had had no J. J. he had no J. He had no J. And then, they, then he eventually added. I hope Lonzo figured that out before he's 35 years old. Mm-hmm. But... Hey, I'll put my money on him. On him to but right now, he's, just, he's it seems struggling like just, as far yeah. as putting the ball in the basket. He's great on every aspect except for that. Yeah. And defensively, he hasn't been amazing, but he has some good stops. I think it's, gonna, it's, it's eventually going to evolve into his game. And you know but what? It's going to be more translucent. Does it have anything to do with that nasty-looking jumper? Or is the jumper fine? It's just not fine. To be honest, the way he's... I don't know. I never really look close. He doesn't at shoot him. contested jumpers. He shoots jumpers. Over. I never really... Because a lot of people and say, like, your form doesn't matter. But, like... Is the way it comes out, it does kind of matter. Mm-hmm. Because gets, if you have the right form, that's what's going to build that consistency. And that's I, why you see, like, the people with the purest jumpers. Clay. Them, whew, Clay, J.J. Reddick. But compared to them, he, like, his spin and his rotation on the ball. Yeah, is, that's, re- that's the thing like, about like it. Them. If you at least have, like, the end result is, you know, you, you got a high release. The ball's rotating. You flicking your wrist to whatever, how you do it. As long as the end results are good, you should be fine. I think Lonzo's ball... Lonzo's ball (laughs) I think Lonzo's biggest problem is figuring out when to be aggressive and when to be passive he comes into a lot of games not aggressive Mm -hmm. like against the war I mean against the Wizards he took his first shot of the game in the second quarter he went an entire quarter without scoring and he did the same thing at UCLA he would have game he had games UCLA where he took three or four shots the entire game it just came out looking to pass in the NBA I think he was, you know, he's talked a lot about having better competition and better players around him. And, um, you know, we all expected Brandon Ingram to be a lot more better this year. And I just feel like Lonzo Ball focus isn't out of the gate to score. But when he comes out more aggressive, I think he'll have better results. Because, I mean, you got to get a rhythm in the game. You can't be taking your first three-point attempt in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not. I, mean, I think that his scoring's not up there yet. Because the type of playmaker he is, 
it's I mean he's not that Chris Paul type of playmaker yet, but what he does is he just he moves the ball around a lot. And a lot of the I'm, I guarantee if you look at his hockey says they stacked up exactly. Yeah, I think I think I don't think Alonzo Ball it's a possibility, but he's so young it, he could become a scorer. But like I don't think he'll ever be that guy. That 20, 25 yeah, he's not. I don't even think he wants although to be he that can, guy. Although he, he's going like to have games. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's he might. Have he's going to have his games. To he, but Jason Kidd is a Hall of Fame point guard, one of the best ever, and has never scored or averaged over twenty points in his career. Mm-hmm. Steve Nash never averaged over twenty points in his career. So Rubio. Um, I don't. Rubio is not on there. Yeah, <laughs> we're well, talking about Hall of Fame point guards. Well, I'm talking about just playmakers who don't have to score. That's, um, that's all I'm saying. So yeah, that's the best thing about Lonzo to me, though, is that. He can go one from six from the field like he did against the Wizards and still have a good game. And that's the type of things you should want from a point guard. But, yeah, Alonzo Ball, Ben Simmons, but Ben Simmons, is the, it's his award to lose. Right. Oh, and I feel like this is on a limb. Joel B has to be healthy. But the duo of him and Joel B is the new gener- this generation is Shaq and Kobe. I knew he was going to say that. That's, I, I they could dominate, bro. They could dominate and really have a little dynasty with those two and those surrounding pieces. If Markel Foles is any good. Yeah, they, they already got two franchise players. Cornerstones, yeah. yeah. Already got it. Even if Markel doesn't even pan out, they still got those two. Which... Joel Embiid plays like a guy who's been in the league for five years. Mm-hmm. Ben Simmons doesn't look like a regular. He's been in for three or four years. So if Markel can be any good... <laughs> With Sark, and I like um, Brett Brown. He, he's come from that Popovich tree. I wonder if they get rid of him soon. I hope not, because he he's been patient. Yeah, he's been there for years. He he's been he buying into the trust yep, the process. He, he does it. he does basically what he can with what he's given. Yeah. And for the first what five years of his coaching career, he wasn't given anything, and now they got something. You know, I hate when that happened. Mm-hmm. When they finally you, get success, they get success and they get rid of the guy that was there through all the hard. Mark Jackson. He yeah. literally rebuilt the whole Golden State franchise who, that was terrible. They went from twenty game to winning twenty games to fifty, and they get a first round exit, and he gets the boot. Next award, uh, let's go to most improved player. If y'all don't have this player, y'all are sleeping. So let, let how about you go last? Then I go last. Let, let me hear what y'all got, and I'll tell y'all if y'all sleep or not. Victor Oladipo. You not sleep. <laughs> I had to. I'm, I had to. I'm sleep as hell. Yeah, I must be I, <laughs> I, I told you, like, it's not even his numbers, really. It's just how he's playing. And his, I got it's D'Angelo. what everybody wants I to see. D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought you were still talking about. No, nah, Victor. Well, I, got, nah, nah. I got D'Angelo Russell, too. Yeah, D'Angelo yeah, Russell. D'Angelo Russell he, I think he's starting to play like how the Lakers wanted him to play. No, he's playing like how he wanted well, to play. That the Lakers hey, restricted. Hey, I'm just, he's doing his game. 23 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists. He's scoring and playmaking. Like, he's doing everything. He had 15 points in 17 minutes last night mm-hmm. off a knee injury that he missed the previous game. Mm-hmm. Effortless. And what are, what are the Brooklyn and the East? They're here? winning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're in the playoff Which they haven't right been doing in a while. Yeah. Without Jeremy Lin. Okay, so Victor Oladipo is the obvious choice. Is he averaging like 25 a game somewhere? He's averaging 26 points per game. Yeah. That's that's one of the reasons. Up, I up from fifteen him. points last year when he's playing that's with nice. Russell Westbrook. I mean, don't thing about him is I got to say it's about time. You were second overall pick. You've been in the league for about five years. It's about time. That's why I picked him over some like a a 
sophomore player. I know in the preseason I picked like Buddy Heald, and I went back when I was listening to the episode like that was a bad pick because he's a sophomore. Most like most sophomores get better than their rookie year. That's just how yeah. it works. But like a guy like Victor Oladipo in his fourth year taking a jump the way he is right now, that's a better pick. That's for why I got another one too. I got Tobias Harris as well. You see him right now? Yes, yeah, so I'm looking at your notes. I also have Tobias Harris as number two. But I'm gonna stick on Victor Oladipo right now. When that trade happened to get rid of Paul George for Victor Oladipo, Demontis Sabonis, it looked like an a F graded trade, D graded trade. But if Victor Oladipo can be a 20 point per game score for them again, great. That's maybe it's a C trade. Maybe but it's a I would have took like a couple more picks over Sabonis. Like he he's, was, he's, he's been not, okay. Yeah, he's not playing bad. But he he's was, not playing at the same level yeah, as Oladipo. He was the reason that the trade was just like wow, like. If, you know what I'm saying? Like I think he's he's playing pretty well because mostly because of uh, Miles Turner has been out with a concussion. So you know what's been playing good when we speaking about the rookie class? T.J. Leaf. Yeah, yeah. Quietly, yeah, he was, he's been good with them. Is Aaron Gordon? Is he a candidate for most improved? I, oh, he definitely should be. Even though what he's got three games played so right. far, yeah, like he's, yeah. he's, he's he missed, missed a couple games. Dude, so I don't want to hear his injury, numbers because he had a 41 point game. So his numbers are huge. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about the week. Yeah, you're right. You know, but Devonta um, Sabonis is averaging a double double basically with three assists. Like he's he's having. Let's not forget good. the biggest one though. Who, who is your most improved? <laughs> I had D'Angelo Russell and Dejounte Murray. Uh, that, so that's so everybody's forgetting the biggest the biggest guy. Ever. Are you talking about? Who's I know who you're gonna no. say. I mean, yeah, you know it because I'm a Knicks fan. Yeah, Chris okay. Porzingis, 27 uh, point. I mean, 25 point seven rebounds. Who did I want to expect that though? I want to see more blocks. It's not about expecting it. It's about what he's doing. Exactly. I guess he wasn't a 20 point scorer last year. He's embraced that role quickly. And it's been a go-to it, guy. It, like, I want to see more blocks, I feel though. Like he, though, we got to give him his stats. And more rebounds. Thing, but it's skewed, though, because he's the only person on that yeah, team. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, I think that... that All right. Let's, let's, let's take yeah. Giannis' award back when he won it because he was the only person on the Bucks. No, no. That's then not is, they, they, they still made the playoffs, too. Yes. That makes it... He won games. Jabari Parker was hurt. He got hurt but, the year. I'm going to contradict myself and say Russell Westbrook was the only player person on his team last year, and True. he put up the stats. We're not going to forget about True. that. Right, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking but, it away from We Chris all Stops. knew he had the capability. Uh-huh. He's still putting up the same stats. It's just less scoring. Who? Russell, Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. Yes, but, I mean, we, when was the last time you seen somebody average a triple-double, though? Mm-hmm. Last year. Yeah, prior to that. When Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler won the award, who was on the Bulls? I don't even know. Two thousand most that, approved. 2013, I'm not saying. To, I'm not saying to argue. I'm just curious. I'm pretty sure they still had like Dane. Yeah, oh my! And stop it! You a Bulls fan? They did not have Dane. So we we kind of mentioned Tobias Harris, but we we got to give him his props. He's averaging 26. He, one thing I really like about Tobias Harris, Tobias Harris that I didn't really notice this year is that like until this year is that he improves his game every single year. True. And it feels like he's been in the league for a long time because he's played for like four teams so far. I got to put the hashtag on him too, the same one I gave out of the depot. About time. Because he, I mean, he wasn't highly touted. It wasn't first overall pick anything, but he showed promise in Orlando. Yeah. So when he got to Detroit, I was a little disappointed because I wanted him to, like, like this is a huge step, Twenty. It's a huge step, 23 points a game, five rebounds. But he has a type of talent to where he can do that night in and night and out. we've seen that, like, when he was with the Bucks and when he came to the uh, yeah, Magic. Bucks he had Magic. some glimpses where yes. he, was like, he was like, yeah, he could be some deep. He exactly. Could be he's only 25. It feels yeah. like he's been in the league forever. He came forever. out um, his, his freshman year. It feels like Tennessee. he's been in the league for a long time, but he's only 25 years old. I used to call him Baby Mellow. I call him Baby J. Cole. Yeah, I mean, definitely J. Cole <laughs> Jr. 
Six man of the year? Six man of the year. Who, who I'm mad though? y'all just told me that because now I'm, that's the only thing I'm going to see. You've never seen them picture, yeah, the picture? Yeah, they, they were like together yeah, before. Together. And like, he, have you ever heard him talk? He sounds like him too. They sound like Nah, him. I don't know. They voice kind of got their really raspy low. Yeah. yeah. Go check it out. Um, <laughs> my two picks for six man of the year, mm-hmm. Jordan Clarkson. I mean, his team success Isn't could play a part, but I mean, we're going off the week. So um, Jordan Clarkson, 16.8 points, one rebound, three assists. He's been a consi- the most consistent player on the team throughout the whole entire year. Him or Brooke Lopez. Mm-hmm. Anytime that you know they're a young team, so a lot of the times they start off slow, and he comes right in and picks up the pace and give them that that energy. And I'm I'm glad to see him embracing that six man uh, the six man role. Yeah, I think he fits it perfect. I would love to see him on the Bulls though. I just gotta the him and him and Zach Levine in the backcourt would be crazy. I feel like you didn't think of that until I told you. Uh oh. You Bro, kept saying you wanted to go to the Knicks. The, the <laughs> first episode we ever did, I said I would love to see Jordan Clarkson in a Bulls uniform. You said, man, me too. So how did – go back and listen. Go back uh, and listen. Okay. Right. I, I've been saying that for a couple of years now. I wanted to do a trade for him. Um, and then my second person is Will Barton for the Nuggets. Uh, 14.8 points, five rebounds, three assists. Can't ask for more for six guys. I've been so six disappointed man. in that team, man. Yeah, you was high on them. You I'm was so. I thought they were going to win fifty. They could still win fifty, but they're two and three right now. Paul Millsap and Jokic. They look bad. Adjustment. Yeah, they can use Eric Bledsoe. They look really bad, and it's kind of like hurting my heart because mm-hmm. offensively they were basically the number two offense in the league. And you think when they add Paul Millsap, boom, you get even better offensively. Yeah, but nah. Mm-mm. You think they'll get better defensively with Paul Millsap, but nah. <laughs> it's just, it kind of sucks. Hopefully they'll get it together, but mm-hmm. I'm very disappointed in that team. I've been so waiting for Gary Harris to turn up on the Lakers in the preseason. Ain't done that yet in the regular season. Yeah, I was expecting <laughs> him to take the next step. Um, they just need to make that trade. Go get Eric Bledsoe. He's playing around with yo-yos. Y'all saw that video? Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Bledsoe in his living room playing with a yo-yo because he ain't got nothing else to do. Well, go get him. I had Eric Gordon my sixth man, but this is my question, though. Is Eric Gordon, the way Eric Gordon is playing right now, is he a top 10 shooting guard in the league? Yeah. Just based off right now, yeah. If he keeps it up, is he still? Well, if he, if it, what, what can keep him in there? Say, I don't, he's not going to average 26 um, the Something year. that I thought about last night, if no, the Rockets, where Chris Paul comes back, they bring him off the bench and let Eric Gordon continue to start. Mm, I, I know, know they I wa- feel like Chris Paul won't come off the bench. I know, yeah, I know he they won't, but yeah. that's the right thing to do. I mean, Eric Gordon literally stepped up as the next man and has taken off and has helped them. Dude, you know Wait, what? did you pick somebody for six men a year that has been starting the first week? Yeah, Dude. that's what I just said. That, that's I mean, not how it works. <laughs> this is based off week one. I, 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 I literally said he's been starting and he ignored me. <laughs> yeah, I ignored him. He's still going to win six men a But year. no, we're basing this off week one. You want to pick a different one? You need to pick somebody that's yeah, coming I'm off the bench. I'm picking Lou Will then. Okay. That's uh, he averaging like that's fine. Points. That's fine. I guess I'll that works. He's on the winning team. All right, I'll yeah, pick that's fine. That works better. I like him better. Than you did not just try to pick a starter for six man of the year because he averaging like twenty six a game. <laughs> yeah, twenty four. You points. know, bro. You know he's shooting like eleven threes a game. They sh- they just they broke just a shot, record last yeah. night. Well, 30, they broke their own record. Thirty two threes. <laughs> they broke have. their own record because it was previously thirty one with them. That's crazy. You who, who's your six man, Derek? All right, I got the same picks: Rudy Gay, Eric Gordon. <laughs> those, those are my fine. That, Yeah, I, that's good because um, Rudy Gay's not. I was thinking like, is Rudy Gay starting? No, no, they got Cal Anderson, Anderson starting. Yeah, I told y'all at the beginning of the, at the beginning of the podcast, Rudy Gay is coming off the bench. You did, yep. And you y'all got said 
Don't y'all say y'all. Me, y'all, y'all, say y'all looked at me like I was crazy for saying that he was coming first off of the all, bench. You y'all over, first like, of all, you over exaggerated. No, nobody, nobody looked I at you crazy. Yes. We just, I just said. No, I, he just. Yeah, in let my, me, in let our defense, back. we usually look at you crazy because you say crazy. Let stuff me go all back. Let me go back. I remember it like it was yesterday. I, I do too. I'm he not just, denying. He just basically said, "Where did you hear that from?" And you didn't have no source, so we doubted you. I couldn't remember the source. I just couldn't remember it. Yeah, you acting like we said there's no way in hell Rudy Gay is coming off the bench. I just said we don't. I'm pretty sure Popovich said it. In an interview, that's where I got it from. Hey, well, you were right. All he right. is coming off the bench, and he's been playing. Pretty are you good. right so, with your? Pick? Are you bringing twelve points for rebounds, two assists? I'm not sure, but yeah, he come off the bench. He deserves. He should come off the bench. Man, I, I don't like my uh, preseason six man of the year was Iggy. Because I don't think it should always be about how many yeah, points they it average. Be like it high. should be just their impact when mm-hmm. they're on the court based off them coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. What is Iggy's impact? <sighs> he, he, he's going to bring up some stats. I know he's about to bring up some stats. He's not shooting I'm great. stat master. I mean, this year he hasn't been doing amazing, but that, that was my preseason pick. I'm pretty sure if you look at his plus minus. But last year, he was, a ma- he was the man guy. off the bench. He was the best mm-hmm. bench player in the league. Who cares who won six man of the year? He was the best bench player defensively as a leader. He was the guy. Yeah, his four points. <laughs> yeah, it's not always did. about points. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's not always it's about not, points. It's not. It's not. That's why I have Will Barton because he's doing four, he's 15 points, five rebounds, and three assists. I feel like that's uh, that's good for. Uh, when, I, when I think about six, I'm thinking about a guy that comes in off the bench and the the team does not take a step because usually usually when you get your bench players in, your team takes a step back because your stars are no longer. And that's and why Iggy I think helps that Chris Paul should come off the bench because. When you bring James Harden out, it won't be that big of a drop-off. Chris Paul can be himself because I made a rant video about Chris Paul and about his, his bad tendencies. He's not going to change. I mean, it's who he is. It's not his fault. He's had to be that way for his teams in the past to be successful. So, I mean, the, the bad habits he's developed thus far, he's not going to change. So in order to make him comfortable and allow him to be at his best, he should come off the bench for James Harden, and they should not play on the floor together. They one should be in, one should be off the bench, one should be in, one should be on the bench. So and at certain times, at certain be. times, they should play together. Of course, closing out games are they in the game? Together? Of course, of course. You want your best players out there, of course. But if if they're not successful when they're on the court closing games, then yeah, you need to sit him. But if they can do it and make it work, then yeah. But a lot of the times, I don't think they should, they so should be on the court they, together. Closing lineup, they should have Eric Gordon as a three. Yeah. Basketball season is finally back, and you know what that means. It's time to put your basketball knowledge to the test with one-day fantasy basketball at DraftKings. DraftKings is giving away over $400 million in prizes this season. That's more than 10 times what Los Angeles is paying the king himself. No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. Draft your team is simple. Just select eight players and stay under the $50,000 salary cap. Earn points when your players score, assist, block, rebound, and more. The best part is you get to draft a new team every day without any commitment. There's no better way to turn your love of basketball into cash. Download the app or head over to DraftKings.com now and use my code BACKBOARD to support the show and play free with your first deposit. And remember, there'll be $400 million in total prizes up for grabs throughout the season. That's code BACKBOARD to play for free with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. It just well, depends. James Harden could be the... Because it's it, 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 positionless. I'm, I'm the type... It, yeah, thank you. And I'm the type of coach that goes off what you're doing yeah. at the moment. So if, if we playing good with Ryan Anderson at the four, 
we'll have him at the four. If Trevor Reeves is on fire, we'll slide him to the four. It's about who's having it that night, you know. What's the matchups that night? Yeah, and it goes it goes up there. Like I don't believe in having a preset closing lineup, mm-hmm. and then you got to do who's zero for twelve. You you gonna keep that lineup? No, Probably not. Exactly. So, defensive player of the year, Pat Bev. Yeah, I got Pat. Pat Bev. Anybody guy. got anything other than Pat Bev? Yeah, yeah, I got Dwight Howard. I had I had Dwight Howard. Yeah, I had Dwight Howard. Also. He's first in defensive rating. Uh, first in defensive rebounds. Um, Seventeen rebounds a game. What are you getting? Like almost two blocks a game. Two point three. That's fourth in the league. I'm fine with above this. Rudy Go- Goober- Gobert. Can we um, wait, wait, wait? Why are you taking a shot at Rudy? Because <laughs> he's he's the guy that I thought was going to be a defensive player. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, he thought right. you were doing that because you picked him. Yeah, because Rudy, my man's. Even yeah. though he's been not the yeah, greatest. He, he, this man, man love Rudy Gobert I love so Rudy. much. The Through the Wire podcast logo before the new one was the Utah Jazz. First colors. of all, <laughs> I didn't pick that. It was just it was that's the way it was made. Okay, that was not me being a fan of Rudy, but that's just the way but it was. I do have Pat Bev on here, man. Two point eight steals, second in the league, third in defensive rating, third in steal percentage. Uh, a hound, the best defense in the league. He's yeah. on the team with the best defense in the league, mm-hmm. and Looking, that's not. And I love that because that, his goal is first team all defense. And he's and gonna get you it. If you don't it. get it. They they sleep it. And I, I'm a little bit biased when it comes to Pat Bev. I must be honest. Let's with calm that. down with the first team defense too, Pat Bev. That's Tony Allen thing. Like, come up with something new. I'm tired. Hey, that's, they don't matter. That's what we do. That's, that's, that's they're Chicago. No, 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 they're right. homies. Well, they, I don't know if they homies. I think they are. They're friends they are. at least. That's fine. It he, is, but Tony Allen passed the torch. Tony Allen was thirty-five. He passed the torch to the younger cat. If he passed the torch, then I'm okay with it. But I don't know if he passed the torch. You gotta love somebody that's gonna take pride in their defense, man. You don't really see that at all. Yeah, I, I love that when he's especially when, man. Hey, you can come play on my team. I any said day. it in the video before on YouTube, but think about all the great defenders Chicago has produced. Talk to me. There's Pat Bev, Tony Allen. There's Tony Allen. There's Iggy. Springfield, but okay, Illinois. No, okay, but come on now. He's, he's got, nobody read Springfield. He's, he's from the shy. Okay. Um, it's oh, a possibility he's on, never been had... to Chicago being from Springfield. Isn't that crazy? Robert Covington, Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. Michael Finley. Mm-hmm. Um, don't worry, we got it. Hershey uh, Hawkins. Um, what's his name? We already got Iggy. Um, Simmons. He won. Um, DeAndre Liggins. True. Don't sleep. Do Where's Simmons? Simmons. He played for um the Bucks. He won most improved one year. Bobby Simmons. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby Simmons. Simmons. Dwayne Wade. Don't sleep. Yeah. Most blocks by guard. Yes. Still getting blocks at this age. Next coach of the year. My obvious. My pick for me was uh, Greg Popovich. Doc Rivers. He's undefeated. And uh, David Fisdale. The Grizzlies that beat the Warriors gave the Rockets their only loss. Fisdale's number two on my list. But I, Pop is like LeBron for coaches. He can yeah. win it every single year, mm-hmm. but they don't give it to him. Mm-hmm. But this year, he well, they're not no longer undefeated because they took that huge L against um, Orlando. But he's leading this team without their star player. I think that that means a lot. And obviously, coaches uh, uh, Pop is the man. He does, and he's rejuvenated Aldridge. Yeah, I put Frank Vogel. Just because okay. they're, okay. yeah, I, it's based on the week. It's based on the week. Yeah, put good Frank point. Vogel. It is so based on they're week good week enough one. for Frank Vogel to win, but. Vucevic is looked down upon with any reason. But it's just, oh man. But it's just that like when I think about I mean other people on that team have been performing other than Vucevic. You cannot give that team success specifically to Vucevic. Chris Middleton has performed for the Bucks too. But but not to the extent of Eric oh, Gordon. Man. I'm just messing with you, KB. Oh, I'd like to see you have a headache. What, hey, what you got there? Alright, so coaches, I got Jason Kidd and Mike Dantone. Oh my gosh. 
Why Jason do you have Kidd? Jason Kidd? Because the Bucks are playing really good. Okay. Y'all, oh man, the, the Greek freak love is ridiculous. I love Jason Kidd too. But Dude, don't take nothing away from Giannis Antetokounmpo right now. I'm not, but I just like a person just DM me talking about that's his second favorite player. It might be. It might be. It's, that's My a, favorite player switches every day. Thing. That's a subjective thing. My favorite player switches like every day. Based off of what? Based off what I saw the night before. So you you jump on bandwagons. It's not no. It's not when I say my favorite player. I understand I like saying because I like, have I have multiple. I have five favorite players: Ben Simmons, Lonzo Ball. Jumping on the bandwagon is is seeing somebody be really successful and be like, "That's my guy," or "This is my team." What, what my, I, I don't base mine off I, of success. But I'm not saying you though. I'm saying people. You didn't know. You said are you a bandwagon? No, no, no. Before yeah. that, I said yeah. people. Then you defended me like then you defended those people by saying my favorite player. Aaron Gordon is not my favorite player when he dropped four. Who? Aaron Gordon. Okay. I, I'm, I don't you. based off how what you do when I watch your team play. If you're Doing that, like Patrick Beverly is one of my favorite players right now. Thank you. You, you know, have, and that, and you ever see somebody like, or not somebody, but you ever had a player you really didn't like, but they do some, and that changes your opinion. Yeah, well, yeah, but that's just being a real person and giving them credit. You're supposed to give credit when it's due, and mm-hmm. I'm not taking shots at you because I know you personally. I know the type of person you are when it comes to this. We all kind of like that. Like Zach Levine don't dominate the league, but that's who I like. So I don't, I don't care. Um, Lonzo Ball, he's a rookie. Ben Simmons, but those are still my favorite players. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the people who are like, it's okay to like Greek Freak. Yes, we all, that's the point. We all like him. Who doesn't like a guy that's averaging 30, 10, and, and 10? Su- such a nice guy, too. Thank you. Got a good Homie's story. But for me to sit up here and say, he's my second favorite player behind LeBron. Are you talking about the dude that changed their Twitter picture to yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, relax. It's okay to like him, but damn. A dude was in, a, per, a personal friend I know was just in my DM, a, per, a person that I've known for a very long time, telling me, man, I, I liked him since he got drafted. No, you didn't. Because when he got did. drafted, no. He was a project. Hey, I'll give you credit. You was talk, you did talk about him a lot when he first came. Oh, yeah. That's what I told him, too. He was like, he was like, man, I was trying to tell people since he got drafted. I'm like, first of all. I, I was not that guy on year one. Year yeah. two was when I was like, this guy yeah. can be good. First yeah. of all, he was picked at like 15th. Yeah. He, everybody knew he had the potential. Nobody really was but calling him garbage. But even when he was drafted, people were like, Who, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, you had, the, you had people like that. But then you had also had the people like, this guy could be good. But of course, you did not know. They so had, for they you, had so little amount of film on him that, like, the film they did have was blurry. just like Frank. You couldn't even see his face. You didn't even know what the dude looked like. So yeah, I don't like the people that's trying to like say they've been with him since day one. I've been with him since so he was playing in Greece. Like <laughs> anybody who watched basketball knew Greek Freak was talked about in the draft, but nobody was walking around like this is the guy who's going to dominate. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, all that dumb was here from day one. No, you weren't. Cut it out. Was that? Well, you can cut, and when I mean, when I say it just by Frank, just like Frank, not because I think Frank gonna be a star, but I, I know. Cause so. I just made a video about Eric Bledsoe saying, "Niggas, go get Eric Bledsoe. Give me somebody that's proof." So y'all y'all know about that thing that happened with Kyrie and the fan where he did that like not not suitable for not suitable for work comment, right? <laughs> Everybody know <laughs> about that. I, yeah, I, I, know why, yeah, I, I ain't want to blame. Yeah, right. For anybody, try to keep it clean. But like, it always remains because I hear a lot of people saying that like, why did he leave LeBron? You know, he wanted to be the man, and that's kind of irking me because. I'm going to ask y'all this. What do y'all think about when somebody says the man? When I hear somebody say the man, I'm thinking about like when the game is on the line, ball is in your hand. And even when the game is not on the line, the ball is in your hand. You're you're the guy to go to. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get why Kyrie said that because he was the man in Cleveland. What, what did he say? When the game was on the line, you like the reference that he just said. He said the game was on the line. Okay, so wait, 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 w
Did LeBron not sometimes give Kyrie the ball and say, you win us this game? Sometimes, a sure. Lot, yes, a lot of times he did. I mean, he did game seven. But, it, all right, yeah. so, so, but how can you LeBron say he wasn't the man? was the man. They both were the man. I don't but think you can thing. have two people that's the man on the same And that's team. what I think about with the man. I think that's the, the person that's going to carry you. That's your franchise player. That's the, you know, the everything for your team type of dude. Mm-hmm. And that's the first thing. When you say, say uh, the man, I think of LeBron immediately. And then it kind of made me realize, like, who who else do you qualify as the man in this league? If Steph Curry didn't have nobody, if Steph Curry was the only person on his team, is he still the man? Or, like, would you qualify him as the man? Mm-hmm. Every, well, the first man. of all, we can break this down. Okay. Every team has the man. Yeah. I'm, talking, I'm talking right. about a solidified the man. If he went anywhere in the team, anywhere in the league, he's still the man. See, that's why I say you can break it down. Okay. Okay, so I'm now that's, you, that, that's an elite yeah, person, mm-hmm. but every team does have a man that yeah. you have to have that. Right. Um, even the Bulls, at some point in the, in the league, I mean, in this year, they're going to be a, it's going to be a game where it's ninety nine to ninety nine with four seconds left, mm-hmm. and they're going to have to get, have a guy that's going to take that shot. That's mm-hmm. disgusting. Um, so every team has it. Are there many players that's going to change teams and be that's the man? Kevin Durant because he yeah. went right to the Golden that, State Warriors and became the man. man. Um, James LeBron Harden. James, Russell Westbrook. Um, Russell Westbrook, James Harden maybe, but we seen him on the uh, Thunder early in his career. With, uh, well, that's early. Yeah, that's yeah, early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's early. Excuse me, Russell Westbrook. No. He's not even a man right now. I think you could say Kawhi too. No. Yeah. I wouldn't. I he's going to come. He's going to come back and not be the man. So Aldridge can be comfortable. I did say that in the last. I did um, say that to in be Kawhi. to be himself, Damian Lillard maybe. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, Lillard. oh, yeah. He is. Yeah, Damian yeah. Lillard is definitely yeah. the man. Um, like that, that's what I was trying to say. Like, not many people are solidified as the man. It's maybe ten people yeah. at the most. At the so most. That's yeah. what me when like, Jimmy was on the Bulls, he was the man. Oh, Kyrie. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, definitely. Kyrie. He's, he's, yeah. yeah. Kyrie. But he's still struggling. I mean, come on now. He's on a new team early in the year. Who? It, uh, Jimmy Butler is struggling. Is he's not struggling like Jimmy Butler. He's not averaging 13 <laughs> points with one free throw a game. All right, all right. Relax, relax. Exactly. It's the, Y'all are getting into the what, biggest. What, what's, your, what's your problem with me saying that is that it's still what? Early, right? Yeah. Exactly. That's, my, that's what I'm saying to Derek. Um and then you got guys who are forced to be the man that don't want to be the man. Let's not forget about that either. Some yeah, people sure. like playing second fiddle. When me personally, when I play, it's not that I don't want to be the man, but I just I'm a pass first type of guy. So I just do the right basketball play. Um, I've seen Ben Simmons this year instead of just taking the shot because he's the man. He's given up and made the right basketball play. Mm-hmm. Like some people are just like that. They make the right basketball. LeBron play. still does it to this day. And I, as a as a person that would coach and want to coach, that's what I want. But sometimes you want to see the man take that, the shot. I feel like at that point of view. I brought this up earlier. LeBron is the smartest, arguably the smartest basketball player in the NBA. People used mm-hmm. to thrash him oh, well, no, for no, 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 pass no. to the open man. No, 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 no. That's not even arguable. Shot. He's the smartest. I thought you were going to say in history. He was just, he's definitely hands down the and smartest player in the so NBA. So whatever he does at this point now, you got to kind of trust it. I've seen Because it's not like he's like, man, I don't want to shoot this shot. I'm going to pass it. I believe no. this is the best I've shot I've seen multiple players that go against him in the playoffs say he was out there calling their plays. And saying, it. and saying this I is going to happen. It. Hey, Tristan, they're about to set that down screen right now. This is the play. That's red, that's red horns. Um, yeah, yeah, Kyrie jumped that screen. He's one of those people I call. They could see the future. They see everything before it happened. The game moving in slow motion for him. Yeah. Um, it was somebody else I was trying to say. But forget it. Mo Cheeks, Doc Rivers, Sean Marion, Terry Commons, Mark Aguirre, just some more great defensive 
people from Chicago, Chicago Doc Rivers, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I forgot those. I forgot. I, 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 I don't know how to play. I ain't never seen Doc Rivers play. You ever seen Doc Rivers play? I ain't never seen him. When he punched Jordan. I mean, highlights, yeah. But as far as. I just got to throw him out there. Like, we we breed uh, defenders. First time I heard of Terry comes, it was on 2K. I got him in, like, a Mott's. A box, yeah. I'm packing a Mott's. The next thing I want to talk about is loyalty in the NBA. Uh, we seen a couple days ago DeMarcus Cousins went back to Sacramento for the first time. And before, he had an interview with Mark Spears. And they asked him, what was your biggest regret from the time span you were with the Sacramento Kings? And his answer was interesting. His, his biggest regret was that he didn't leave sooner. He didn't leave when he had the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And uh, they asked him, when did you have the opportunity? And he said he could have left when George Carl came there. And that's when he should have left. People advised him to leave. But the thing that made him not leave was his loyalty. And he wanted to stick through it, be loyal, and try to show that he could, you know, take the, the Sacramento Kings somewhere that they haven't been in a long time. So what do y'all, what's y'all take on um, players being loyal? They should depend. you be loyal? Should you not be loyal? I think for the most part, unless you are a cornerstone franchise player, What's your definition of cornerstone? Was, was he not cornerstone? Well, he was, but they, you could see him moving, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I mean, to give it to Okay, example, I see what you're saying. It's some people that you can't even picture in another uniform. Kobe Bryant, Tim exactly. Duncan, those type of players. Yeah. Remember, we brought this up earlier in a previous episode. It's still a business. Yes, you really that's seen true. what happened with Isaiah Thomas. He was about as loyal as it can be, uh-huh. gone and gone within a year. True. So, it really depends. You got to look at it from all event, uh points of view i think that loyalty is important as far as players to organizations as long as the organization is doing their best to help you out which the kings did not then they did it and that's why i agree Mm. with him he should have left when he had the chance but um for example i'm trying to think of an example like if steph curry decided to leave this offseason which he had the opportunity to you he, like he would be dumb to leave, you know, because he's yeah, in the organization. On him. Right, he's in an organization that built around him, and they did everything they can to keep him happy, even when win. he had the ankle injuries. Right, so I think player loyalty is important as long as it's reciprocated. As long, good, yes, that's the perfect way to say it. Um, so with that being said, obviously we didn't have this podcast started when this happened. What did y'all think about Kevin Durant? I know this old topic, but since we're talking about player loyalty, what would y'all, what would y'all yeah, thoughts you, on I'm that? I'm glad you asked that, though, because it made me in mind of a comment I've seen. And I thought, dude, <laughs> no, not this It like, was a recent comment? No, no, oh, okay. no. Well, I, I'll forget, but basically they were talking about how Kevin Durant was a snake and everything. Oh, yeah, they but, say that all on Like I said, it's a business. So if somebody offered you, um, you know, a way better job, more money, you was going to be winning, everything was going to be right for you, you want to take that job? It really wasn't more money, though. Well, definitely wasn't more it was, money. Right, Actually, less but money. it was better for him. It was opportunity. He was still going to be that man on the team. He was still going to be winning. Or he's championship. He's finally going to get his ring, which he, he wanted forever because, you know, he nobody everybody knew he was a great player. He wanted to solidify that with that ring. He led them. But the point is, wouldn't you uh, take advantage of that opportunity? Personally, I would. No. Yeah, he, so you he really still, can't blame him for taking a better but he job. He still was a championship contender. He was up for, for him, what he said, this was more than basketball, and yeah. I believe him one hundred percent. Which said, goes to my point that I said when we was on break is what do y'all remember? What I said about Russell Westbrook. I, me personally, I would love to coach him and be like a general manager for him, but, but I personally with. couldn't play with him. Right? Okay. Um, the head down, the pouting. I don't want to see that. Like, don't do that. When I take a shot, don't put your head down and 
like be mad. Like, Would you rather live in California or Oklahoma? California. Come on. As a multi-millionaire, I would I would live in Oklahoma for 82 games of the year and go off season. It's way cheaper to live in Oklahoma than it's California. That's Man, when you you're think multi- he care about money? When, yeah, mo- when, when you're a multi-millionaire, you're not caring about that. Yeah, but like, care about there's that. so many more opportunities in California. Since he's went to California, he's invested in companies. He he's he's. But on. let's not pretend that they're stuck in Oklahoma when they go there. That's just for the season. But this, this basically LeBron, is where you Le- build your life, though. This is where you live. You have an entire life when basketball. How long up. is the NBA season? It's like eight. It's like eight months long. How long is the NBA off season? Three. Yeah, like three months. That you think th- those three? What, what's more important, the eight months or the three months? I see what you're saying. Um, this is where he's. I think he made the right down. decision. Although I don't always agree with that, I can see where he's coming from. I it's don't not about him. did he make the right decision. It's do we agree on that? Was my question to y'all? Because well, I, if I was him, he I wanted the same. He thing. won a championship, so obviously it's the right decision. Well, when in the interview they asked Clay Thompson. Would he be willing to take a pay cut this off season to keep KD and stuff and Draymond? Not there. He said. I don't make as much money as Kevin Durant do off the court, so I don't think I could take as big of a pay cut as he did. But this is what I want to say about that. I hate when reporters ask those type of questions because what do you expect Clay Thompson to say? No, I don't. No, I'm not taking a pay cut. I want I want all the money I can get. No, he he said he would take a small one, but not as big as what Kevin Durant did because he doesn't make as much money off the court as Kevin Durant. Right. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Durant made a lot of comments that he loved. I mean, you don't expect anything else, but you can tell he genuinely loves the people around him. And he just loves the environment he's in. And at the end of the day, it, it was his choice. It was the best decision for him. And, I mean, you can talk it about it. It was his choice. Oh, really? Yeah, but. He, but no, but no. I but see what Because people on Twitter. It was his choice. People talking hey, about, oh, you don't. Let's you know, not pay attention to people on Twitter. You can't let them dictate people, your, what you're going to do. People on Twitter are the same people that were saying. Lonzo Ball was a bust after 40 minutes. So I mean, obviously it has some impact if he's making these Twitter accounts, Instagram yeah, accounts, that speaks everything to, like that. That speaks volumes about how insecure he is as a person and, and vulnerable he is and what he thinks about people, what he, what he cares, what people think about I think that makes him. him human. Yeah. Kind of, but at the same time. Because, like, I, I've said this. I don't read YouTube comments. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, I I think I'm a t- tough person. But if I see multiple people down to me, I'm gonna be like, like you feel me? It, it, you you can be as tough as nails, but something's still gonna get to you. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I really, guess. But really read comments. I'm the kind of like the exact opposite. I read every comment on your videos and my videos because I'm just curious to see what people say. Mm-hmm. And some people, like some people on YouTube, say mean things and they don't even know you. So like, why well, I can't let that get to me? This man is never like you know what I mean? Like I. Call me ugly? Are you serious? You're a man calling me ugly? Like that, that doesn't bother me at all. Like I know what I'm doing. You literally just watch my 15 minute video. Like you know what I'm saying? People just want attention. People are bored. People have no lives. You know what I mean? And I'm they not even from a, the comfort of their own. And I'm and I'm not even a multimillionaire like Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? Like Kevin Durant is a. It's not even about money, but he's a multimillionaire. He's a businessman. He's busy. Yeah, I just don't understand how things like that can get to him. But like you said, he is human, so I give him that. It is his life. Um, but yeah, sometimes that surprises me how how much he cares. Does he still interact with fans as much as he did before? He, oh I, yeah, he's still on. Twitter I think he's. That's stuff. just who he is. He just said like when he's on planes and when he's just doing yeah. something, he'll just go on Twitter and just see what people are talking about. Yeah, I, I can see why I can see him doing it on planes because they don't really be doing much. Thank y'all so much for listening to episode ten of Through the Wire. Um, if you did enjoy it and you got to this point, let us know by leaving a, a rating on iTunes or wherever you're listening to it. Help us out a bunch. Shout out to Almighty Ballers for picking us up as a show. Definitely. Don't forget to do the you know the Zach. We're gonna figure out a Zach Levine hashtag, hashtag. or something. We're gonna try to. We we want that. Uh, Thank y'all. Peace. Peace out.